Welcome to Her Wholeness Podcast. We're your hosts, Bridget Myland and Courtney Safor. Her Wholeness is all about the pursuit of becoming our healthiest selves in all domains of our life. We're on a mission to encourage and cultivate lives of freedom, purpose, rest, service, and sustained joy. We really hope you enjoy today's episode. Hello, welcome back for another episode of Her Wholeness. Thank you for listening in. We're so grateful for you. Today we have planned, Courtney's going to lead this episode today. I'm going to take notes. Um, (laughs) So we're going to be talking about, Courtney's mostly going to be talking about plastics and how they impact our health, which I'm really excited for. This is something that I know a very small amount about. And I was just telling Courtney before we started that I was looking up just kind of in preparation for today's episode, I was looking up just like the numbers on plastics and what they mean. And not only did I not know what the numbers meant, then the words that were associated for each of the numbers, I had no idea what those meant either. They're all like chemical compounds, like very scientific. It's like when you see those names on ingredient labels that you're like, what is that? Yeah, same. Um, Yes. So the goal today is really, we're just going to, this will probably be a fairly quick episode because we could literally have a whole series on plastics. We've definitely mentioned plastics before in some of our topics like around hormone health and things like that. So what we're going to be digging into today is the idea of when was the last time you saw plastic, saw a plastic water bottle, a plastic thing that you were like, oh, I could recycle this. When did you look at the bottom of it, see that little recyclable triangle, you know, the three arrows that are pointing themselves in a triangular continuous cycle, and there's a number in the middle of it. Have you ever done that? Is that something that you've looked at and been like, oh, what's this number? So what we're going to be talking about today is what that number actually is, why it's assigned how it is, and what does that mean for the plastic that you are using? And the take-homes from this are going to be that there are good ones and bad ones. So the ones, well, plastics are in general kind of bad, but there are better choices and there are ones that you should avoid. So that's what I hope at the end of this episode you take home as what to keep in your house, what to avoid. I love this because the, and you're exactly right, the context for those numbers, I've only ever known about them as like which ones I can recycle or not. That's the only reason I've ever even paid attention to those numbers. Mm-hmm. And depending on where you live, yes. I think it's even variable which ones you can even recycle. Yep. So we won't dive into that a lot here because that's going to be very specific to your yep. recycling district. I don't know what they're called, <laughs> but I have never dove into what each, like you're saying, like what each of those plastics mean and then how it impacts health, not just if they're recyclable or not, but mm-hmm. how's that impacting us? So yeah. I, I love this. I'm really excited to learn about this. Good. And yeah, so we are living in a world where being in and around plastic is just, you can't avoid it, right? There are plastics everywhere, plastics mm-hmm. in particles that we're consuming, plastic, our food comes in plastic, our sealed in plastic, our toys are plastic. 
Um, we live in a very plastic world. And in some ways, that's really scary. <laughs> but in other ways, what we're going to be talking today is how you can kind of avoid some of those things. But to be real specific on what we're talking about today, again, if you look at anything plastic and you're considering recyclability of it, you're going to look on the bottom of it and, like I said, see that triangle with the arrows. Uh, the number that's inside to it in the middle what does that mean? So it's either going to, it's basically going to be one through seven. Sometimes there are some variations with letters, which I'll talk about in a little bit, but for the most part, what that number is telling you is recyclability, but it also tells us what type of plastic it is or where that plastic is coming from. And that's the key information that we need when we're trying to assess whether or not something is going to be safe for us or not. Technically that number is, and I quote, a resin identification code <laughs> that tells you what kind of plastic the material is made of. Mm. Um, so that's the terminology if you ever need to use it. So one, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. And we'll run through really quickly what each one of them is before I break down what's safe and what's not. Some of this will actually be kind of intuitive as I'm telling you what it is, but I'll make it real clear at the end. <laughs> so just jumping right in here, unless anything else do you want to talk about, Bridget, before we jump in? All right. No, I'm it. ready. I was going to say, I just said, all right, let's do it. But I could see you shaking your head. So <laughs> I wasn't just ignoring <laughs> Okay. So when you see the number one on your plastic, um, yes, there is a beautiful, long technical term, polyethylene terephthalate or something like that, that is assigned to that number one. But basically what that is, is a clear, hard plastic. It's often used in single use food and drink containers like water bottles, um, vegetable oil containers, things like that. So think number one, it's a single use. It is recyclable. It is known as one of the most recyclable items, but we'll go into that. So this is typically used for, like I said, water bottles, but also it can be recycled and used as fiber for carpet. It can be recycled and used for fleece jackets, film sheets. I mean, there's, there's a lot of uses for it. Number two is going to be high density polyethylene. So two is going to be an important one to just kind of keep in the back of your head. But this is one of the easiest plastic polymers to recycle. Those plants that are really picky about what they accept and what they don't, this is probably what they're going to accept, a two. And that's because there are so mm. many things they can do with that plastic once it's been recycled. So essentially, the sky's the limit when it comes to recycling a two. A three is polyvinyl chlorine, so PVC. This is frequently used for vinyl and pipes. We've all heard of PVC pipes, right? Mm -hmm. So this one, recyclability, it has a really high chlorine content. So when it comes to recyclability, it's definitely not going to be the most recyclable. And again, if you're thinking about it being used in pipes and deckings and fencing and mud flaps and all the things that makes a lot of sense, right? So if somewhere recycles it, mm -hmm. it that's great, but more likely than not, they're not going to. A number four is a yeah. low density polyethylene. So this one is your soft, flexible plastics. So things like bread bags, frozen food bags, plastic shopping bags, again, very few and far between will this be accepted to be recycled. However, it's very commonly used and it can be recycled. So sometimes you'll see in different grocery stores, 
not as much now that they require you to bring your own bags, but um, a lot of grocery stores actually did have like a little recycling center specifically for these plastic bags, because again, it has to go to a very mm-hmm. specific location. It's not something that is regularly recycled, but it can be, and they can make everything from furniture parts to shipping envelopes to garbage can liners. I mean, there is things that can be done with it. A five polypropylene. So this one is commonly found in your caps, some yogurt containers, not as many now, but it's possible. Uh, Medicine bottles, straws. So this one, it's one of the least recycled post-consumer plastics. So not, not a high recycle rate on this one either. It again can be, but very plant specific. The reason that this one is so hard is because it has a very high heat resistance. So the melting Mm -hmm. process becomes very difficult. It's harder to melt this down and and have it become something else. So keep that in mind. We're talking in a little bit here. A six, don't worry, we're getting through this and then it all makes sense. (laughs) A six is polystyrene, which is a fancy word for styrofoam. So anything that is a six Mm -hmm. is made out of styrofoam. I think at this point, again, we kind of have a general knowledge that styrofoam is not really recyclable. It, again, can be, but again, it's not something that is going to be more likely than not. So very single-use items. We get our takeout food in it, but it's not something that we are going to find any more than a one-time use out of. Part of the problem is it's challenging and it's expensive to recycle because of the low density. Obviously, it's very light, right? Think about styrofoam. So that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. And then seven. This one is interesting because this one is labeled as other. (laughs) So there's not a terminology assigned to a seven because there is actually no specific plastic assigned to a seven. So this is everything else can fall into this category. So sevens should actually scare you. I don't want to already, you know, Mm -hmm. put the cart before the horse and tell you which ones to avoid, but a seven you should avoid. (laughs) And that's because these plastics don't have any specific protocol assigned to them or recyclability assigned to them. Polycarbonates, PCs, BPAs, BPA-ridden plastics, a lot of these fall under a seven. Um, And that's just the point. You don't know what kind of plastic it is. Bridget, I can see your face. That's so (laughs) interesting. Well, it's just so interesting that instead of just making more numbers to help categorize some of these Mm -hmm. plastics, that Mm -hmm. we would just keep this as a big Mm catch-all. Just interesting. That's all. That's what my face was saying. Mm -hmm. So, based on that very limited information, I, Bridget, could you guess maybe which one or one seems like they might fall into the safe zone? I'm putting you on the spot. Oh, dear. My hunch is that probably the more recyclable ones would probably be the more the safer ones. Mm-hmm. Pretty good guess. I like that. The safest ones. So this is what, again, if you could put to memory one thing, the numbers two, four, and five are the safest. And I'll explain why, but those are the ones. Try, don't You don't have to remember the bad ones, right? If you can just remember the good ones. Then anytime anything else pops Mm -hmm. up, you're going to know it's not ideal. Two is my favorite option. So I'll talk about the bad kids later, but let's talk about the good ones. So why is two the best option? So two has a very low risk for 
leaching. So I've mentioned in like the hormone episodes and when plastics get heated, especially they can leach plastic and all of the chemicals from the plastic into whatever food or beverage is, you know, that's surrounded by the plastic. Two is probably the safest as far as leaching goes. So anything that's in a two can be reused. So for example, Sometimes you'll get like a one-time use item from a store, but if it's in a two, you can actually reuse that. The recommendation is probably not more than 10 times, but that's a really great thing. If you can reuse the plastic that you already have 10 times before you recycle it, you're getting a lot of life out of that plastic. So when you have to use plastics, if you can use a higher quality of plastic, you're sitting pretty. I personally truly strongly believe that we are to be good stewards of this beautiful planet that we've been given. So not to go too much on a tangent or soapbox (laughs) on that, but Mm -hmm. do I do everything perfect Mm -hmm. and never use disposable stuff? No, I'm not, I'm not that far. I'd love to be, (laughs) but I'm not that sold on having to live that type of life. However, where we can make differences, if it's better for the environment and it's better for our health, let's do that. So Two is my favorite, low risk, can be reused. Four, I like fours because they are food safe and it's another one that can be reused a couple of times. The challenge with this one, like you mentioned, it is getting a little bit higher up there on the maybe not quite as easily recyclable list. So the reason I don't love a four as much as I love a two is because it's definitely not as environmentally friendly. It's not readily recycled at a plant. However, it's also not the worst one. And because it's considered food safe, there is less leaching. However, it's not quite as minimal as a two would be. But with a four, we can reuse that as well. So that is why it is safe. And I would recommend it next to a two, (laughs) following a two. (laughs) And then the number five, again, with this one, the key point in why we like this one is because it is heat resistant. Now, with that said... A very common misconception Mm -hmm. is because it is a five, that means it is microwave safe. All that is saying, (laughs) it is microwave safe, quote unquote, it can go in the microwave. It's not going to melt in the microwave is basically what that's saying. It's not going to get all distorted. It's not going to completely disintegrate in the microwave. However, that does not mean that there are not plastics that are being leached into your food. So anytime you have any kind of plastic, take your food, if you can, out of that plastic and microwave it in glass or some other option, paper, literally anything but plastic. So keep that in mind. So yes, I do like a five because of the high heat resistance and the fact that you don't have to worry so much about it leaching things when it gets to a higher heat. However, it is still not ideal to microwave these. So Please don't. Where would containers that you would put leftovers in and put them, like the the plastic versions of those, where would those typically fall under in this scale? Because I don't think that they have numbers on them. It's challenging because they are all over the map. I have seen like Mm -hmm. your Tupperware kind of, I mean, not name brand Tupperware, but your leftover Mm -hmm. wear. I have literally seen 
ones. I've seen fives. I've seen twos. It's all over the place. I personally recommend if you live this life and are aware of these things and want to be a healthier version of you that you buy glass because number one, it's easier to just store things in glass. You're not having to worry about the leaching. And then also you can just microwave it directly in the same container that you're storing it in. So if you have plastic leftover wear, (laughs) I would do my best to get rid of it because even if it is a five or a two, which are the better options, again, it's still just not ideal if you can avoid it. Now, it's funny that you said that because I went to the store. I obviously prepped for this, but I was at the store this evening and I went over. They had all the sports water bottles on sale and I was like, yeah. Let me take a look. Mm-hmm. I just want to see these real quick. And the first one that I picked up had a little recyclable symbol with a one in it. Pop quiz. Does anybody remember what I said about a number one? Obviously, little side note here. I didn't just say it was one of my safety favorite ones, right? But if you recall, I said that those were single use food and drink containers. So here we are at a normal grocery store and on the shelf you see this beautiful water bottle so cute adorable little colors all the things however it's a one so that is plastic that is literally constructed it is made Mm -hmm. single use but it's being sold as a plastic water bottle for reuse that is wild courtney this is why you need to know these things Courtney and I were just having this conversation about the word swag and how we really don't like it very much, but (laughs) (laughs) that is what it's called. But that sort of stuff, the like handouts, that sort of stuff all tends to be those kind of cheaper water bottles, which I would imagine are probably falling under that same category. Yep. Yep. And this kind of goes back to like being a knowledgeable consumer Again, if you're buying everything online, it's a lot harder because this isn't something that's typically listed on the online sale information. So that's why being in stores and being able to physically touch a lot of the things that you're going to be buying is super helpful. But yeah, you have to be a knowledgeable consumer. And so again, if I were looking at, you know, I just decided I hate glass and I hate stainless steel, so I want to buy plastic. (laughs) At least if you're going to do that, choose a plastic that is not a single use plastic. I would try to go for at least a two because again, if you're worried about leaching chemicals into your water, pick a two. So yeah, interesting. I thought that was really interesting, which leads me right into the bad kids, right? So I listed number one. Again, it is actually a very highly recyclable number, but I don't like it because it's not heat resistant, obviously, which is why it's doing a lot of the leaching that it's doing. And it's porous. So it's good to recycle, but I would consider it trash. So... (laughs) single use disposable one time, and then it needs to go in the trash for recycling. Um, So do not reuse a number one. Okay. So number three of the bad kids. Yes, this is bad, bad, bad. Um, So back to PVC. All I hear with this is endocrine system disruptors. Mm -hmm. So when this is even slightly heated, it is dangerous. It is toxic. It is a cheap plastic. So this one is an avoid at all costs. Again, typically you're not going to find food products in this, so it shouldn't be that big of a deal. But if you're dealing with any of these things in your house that are made from a three or that PVC, avoid them when you can. That's, that's the message with a three. A six is styrofoam. So again, the cheap, 
cheap, cheap, cheap plastics. Very leachable, if that's a word, it leaches. It has a lot of carcinogenic properties. It has very limited recycling abilities. So again, this is just an avoid when you can. When you go out to dinner and they give you your leftovers, you can't really control what container they gave you in. However, I would recommend if you commonly take leftovers, I have been known to bring my own container. So yes, that is me. I'm that kind of weird person and I'm okay with it because you know what? My endocrine system will thank me for it later. Anyway, moving on. Last one, number seven, the others. I mentioned this already. This is bad because we just don't know what it is. And anytime you don't know what it is, you don't know how to protect yourself from it. So if there's no protocol, you should automatically know this one is just bad. So again, if you're seeing this on something that your food is coming in, coming in, I would really question why. <laughs> I probably wouldn't buy from that consumer anymore. Seven is, is a bad option. So take-homes, two, four, five are our friends as much as we can identify them that way. One, three, six, and seven are the to be avoided. I have a complicated question. I will try to answer it. This may be not that complicated of an answer. I don't know. So glass containers almost always have a plastic lid. Yes. How do you feel about that? I don't love it, but again, that lid isn't really coming into contact with whatever you have in there unless you're overfilling the container. So stop doing that. I'm okay with it because there isn't that direct contact. Whereas if it's a plastic container, your food is directly contacting that Mm -hmm. um, plastic. And if it's even slightly heated again, that opportunity for leaching is way too available. So always it's going to be a better choice, even if it has a plastic lid, because yeah, you want it to be as airtight as possible to, you know, maintain freshness. I get it, but yeah, don't eat the lid. Well, I hope this was helpful. I hope that with those take-homes, if nothing else, just the next time you're at the store or considering reusing your plastic, if you just take a look at that number on the bottom of it, I hope that it's reassuring that you're using a good plastic or that companies are providing you with better, higher quality plastics. Just kind of keep in mind that those cheaper items that you're getting and are sold at the dollar store are sold for a cheaper cost for a reason. It is more costly for your health. So I just hope everyone keeps that in mind. And I would love to hear some feedback on this episode. If you agree, disagree, would like to hear more, you know, we love feedback. This was so helpful, Courtney. Thank you so much. Bet. And we'll catch you all later. If you thought today's podcast was helpful, we would love for you to share it with a friend or write us a review. Thanks for listening.